Titles, go. The square behind the dumpster. 90s, Fred Durst. McConaughey's bongos. Twice and a half. Weaponized stupidity. Reader's passion. All these nuts. Busted. Plunger. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> Let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Kev. I'm Jack, another month older. <laughs> and guys, what's got you geeked? Well, I guess I got to go first. I am out on a motorcycle ride with a bunch of my friends, and I'm uh, not far from Bennington, Vermont. And hold on a second. I'm going to show you what's going on right now. We got this going on. All right. So nice. Yes, it is. And there's all the guys. My Uncle Randy. There's Steve. There's Nick. Why and, is that guy oh, throwing yeah. gang signs? There's, yeah. Well, it's your you damn know, backwards hat, Paul. That's Nick. <laughs> and and there's what I've been riding for the last uh few few days, probably five, six days. Yeah. We left uh Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. Um what was it? Saturday morning in the rain. Within three hours, a buddy of ours had crashed and broken his leg. We spent the next two and a half hours getting him EMS and getting him uh, to a hospital. Um, he is now on his way home, having gone to Portland to get surgery. Um, and he is now on his way home. He's doing good. No problems. I mean, good, good spirits. Other than that, it has been a, a phenomenal 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 week and we have a few more days to go hopefully done by saturday and on my way home and what i mean by done is this is a um 1300 mile or so ride from pittsburgh new hampshire down through new hampshire vermont um massachusetts um in new york and then you know pennsylvania and then ending in hancock new york called the NEBDR, the Northeast Backcountry Discovery Route. Outstanding. I, I think you talked about that route last yep. year, too. Yeah, yep. we're um, having a great time. That was... um, do I know the person that broke their leg? That's Ken. Okay, and no. That's not I who I was thinking. I don't think you've ever met him. I'm not yeah. sure who you know that that rides motorcycle. Well, um, I, I of your group, I basically know you. Um, Kathy and Uncle Rob. So I was very concerned for a second. Yeah, because Rob only has one leg. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I was like, don't go there. Well, well, I mean, if he <laughs> broke his leg, it's either buy a new one or, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's just going down the road, tumbling. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Go get that... it! <laughs> I was I was legitimately concerned. I wasn't making a joke about the prosthesis. I was <laughs> you no, no no you can because I do it all the time. <laughs> it's easy to do. Yeah. Oh, you set yeah. me up. I was like, I gotta be the asshole here. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I'm gonna let you guys go. And I'm sorry, I'm not gonna hang around to see what everybody's got going on. Um, but I just wanted to stop in and say hi and say I missed you guys. And I'm sorry I haven't been on in I don't know what is it three weeks now, four weeks, whatever we we've, we've been yeah. away. Six months. Wow, yeah. it's been a long time. <laughs> I know. Jesus, I thought his beard was longer, but fuck, that's a <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Oh, and holy shit. Corbs, did you just shave that? Fuck. Oh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> nah, it's, it's been a couple weeks, but it, it doesn't grow very quick anymore, Kev. I got a lot to get that goes away. So. Son of a bitch. And everybody say hi to the new fucking uh, Amish guy there up in the upper <laughs> left hand corner. I'm in the center right. on the top, but yeah. All right. Looking yeah, more right. and more like 90s Fred Durst every day. <laughs> That's a little right. bit. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> like, yeah, that right. fucking true. <laughs> yeah. no, I, he had the same thing, same color, everything. Right. Now, now, here's the problem. I got to figure out how to make this work on this fucking iPhone. I fucking hate these things. Um, I got to go. I, I, I miss you guys. I'll talk to you soon, and have a great have a great show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's not actually. Oh, there he goes. He's gone. Right. He gone. <laughs> all right let's keep it moving <laughs> all right so i have two things actually i technically have three but we're going to slide the other one to a different segment um two things one shameless self-promotion for my job even though i was kind of telling you some some other stuff before we came on something big happened today something that's been in the works for a long time and the press release went out at like 9 30 a.m this morning um rev and vimeo have announced their official partnership we are now the captions provider for vimeo which is like the the second biggest video platform in the world Mm -hmm. or something next to youtube all of their videos are going to be auto captioned by our software every single video you post to vimeo auto captioned if you want better accuracy you can order human captions or localize your your video by ordering foreign language subtitles right from their website right on vimeo which is awesome and it's going to be fantastic for us outstanding and i mean this is this i mean you guys are tech people so an average person listening might be like oh what, what is that that's huge when you're trying to become the biggest voice to text provider in the world that's huge so pretty excited about that the other thing um purely by accident we discovered a place uh, a few weeks ago I, any of you guys familiar with jamesville very much yep, yep. they okay. do that balloon fest there they do that's right okay um we we like to go to a little uh, park oh it's not a park it's a like a trail through the, the woods by the water called fiddler's green that i i discovered a few months back and uh, we went there, took a walk uh, a few weeks ago, and just randomly, I'm like, you know what? Let's not go home. Turn left. Let's see if we can find something else, another place to walk, something else to do. Avery says, I want ice cream as we get to the corner. We turn right. We all see an ice cream sign there. We're like, what? We pull down. You, you come into Jamesville, and you come to that light, and you go right, and there's a convenience store there. Well, there's a, a road right there, but you can't really tell what's on there. 
it goes right along the railroad tracks. If you turn down and go down that, there's like a little plaza. They call it Jamesville Square. And uh, there's like a karate place, a barber. Uh, you can't see any of this from the main road, though. And there is a place called Jen and Carrie's Ice Cream Parlor. And it is fantastic. Besides the fact that it's bright and clean and everybody is wicked friendly, um, they serve, you know, everybody either has, you know, uh, Hershey's ice cream or, you know, what's the other ice cream you see at all the ice Perry's, cream stands? Perry's. Perry's, yeah. They have something called Gilligan's ice cream, which I've never heard of, which means they have flavors I've never seen and I discovered the most, um, for, they're Sundays, first of all, they serve them in a cup. There's so many, like a tall cup. There's so many ridiculous toppings and layers of toppings. Like you get a caramel fudge sundae and it's fucking drowned and it's amazing. They have an ice cream flavor there called Raider's Passion. Weird name. I don't get it. Apparently Raider is really into this ice cream, but it is cake batter flavored ice cream with crushed Oreos and red velvet cake pieces. Talk about the best of all worlds right there. It is amazing. And even though I'm not supposed to be eating any, I shouldn't even be in the same room as something like that. It is so good. Um, if you guys have a chance, check out Jen and Carrie's ice cream, Jamesville Square. Just pull into the, to the gas station because you're going to be confused. There's one gas station in the town. Pull into the gas station. Look out. There's a road there and that, that looks kind of like the driveway to the gas station, but it's not. There's actually shit behind their dumpsters, a whole parking lot and everything. You just can't see it from the road. I was talking to the owner this week. I think it was the owner. I don't know. The guy was talking like the owner, and I'm like, you don't look like a Jen or a Carrie, but hey, it's 2023, so who can tell? <laughs> anyway, he said to me, I have people coming up here just about every day who live in town and don't know we're here and have been here for the past two years. So I'm hoping that we can get the word out. If you hear this, go there, tell them that you heard about it on GeekPod. I did not pitch us. He's not going to have a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't want to make it about that because I just love the place so much. Outstanding. That sounds really good. I could eat it that. It is real in the peanut butter sauce my my wife is a peanut butter sauce connoisseur and she thinks the best peanut butter sauce is at friendlies and we can't she's tried i mean it's hard to find a friendlies now you know mm -hmm. yes i know there's one on 31 but most of them have closed up she said that is the best uh peanut butter sauce we found next to friendlies so nice so i haven't seen you guys in i don't know what it's been a month i would say so Didn't we just established with kevin's been six months yeah, six. But, we're doing well, that whole sliding timeline thing. We are. Yeah. So, Jack, are you saying it's too long or it hasn't been long enough? Both. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, what Hugh said, um, actually, I got three things that got me geeked. I'll keep them shorter, but I'm pretty excited about these. What are you trying to say, Jack? That I'm geeked out about shit, I guess. I'm very excited. Right. I'm like, Ugh! He's making so, up for all the episodes that we've missed right now. I've doing. only just missed one with you guys. The one time I was like, oh, I'm shitting out my brains. I can't do anything. I'm too tired. Um, so the first one, as you guys know, I was bu busting my ass for this past year working two jobs. Um, I bought a grill recently, and I'm very excited about that. So like just grilling up some food, having burgers, hot dogs, sausage, shrimp, all that. Um, just it's an outstanding, just everything by grill. It's just so good. Like, like I know you guys probably all have grills, but like 
now that I can say I have a grill for my house, it's just like so amazing. I love grilling and not just doing all those certain things. It's really good. And I want to have you guys over for like a barbecue or something like that. Have a game night. We've been um, hearing that for a while. Night. Yeah, Jack. I've invited you. Nobody. I heard crickets when I said Dude. I bought the grill. <laughs> you, you, you know what it is? We don't have enough time for what we want to do. We don't. We really don't. I, it's, it's nothing personal. It's not that I wouldn't want to go hang out with Jack, but here's how it goes. You're like, hey, I want to have a barbecue. Hey, honey, you want to go to a barbecue at Jack's house? That's no. where I hear the crickets. And it's like, right. or we could do something as a family, Hugh. I'm like, yeah, you're right. No, I hear you. No, it's, um, but what slides into my second, what's got me geeked is, um, like I said, I was busting my ass for uh, with two jobs. I recently got a new job making twice and a half month i don't know two and a half, 2.5 times as much as i'm worth making <laughs> Write that down i know i'm making so much more than i'm making at upstate and wegmans combined so i was like is this even for real what i'm making right now they're like yeah this is what you're gonna be making i'm like holy shit okay that's pretty good so one paycheck for a mortgage payment that's pretty nice to have so um so that'll be nice to have that new job i'll be starting that next week so wegmans and upstate goodbye like I did my two weeks and those are kindly done now. Bittersweet, as you know, when you leave a job, you go to a new job, it's always bittersweet leaving something behind. But if you leave on good terms, Paul, that's what it means. So good terms. Uh, terms. Um, the last thing that's got me geeked, the thing I'm most excited for, and this is for you, Paul, don't get into a fight. Um, I'm actually going to be moderating another panel at Sci-Fi Horror Fest. Oh, I was no. talking Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Tiff reached out to me and she's like, um, do you want to moderate Ken Forey's panel? I'm like, yes. <laughs> okay, that'll be fun. He seems like a really funny dude. Dude. Maybe he won't he... say a bunch of uncomfortable racist pedophilia kind of stuff I, this year. I agree. Yes. Not I've that Ken has that. ever said that as far as I know. That's not what I'm referring oh, yeah. to. But I've seen him in Dawn of the Dead. But come on, I know I'm younger than everybody here. I know him as Roger Rockmore from Keenan Kel. That's what I know him from, which I he is an awesome actor. I've already done some research i have my questions already made up and just so geeked out about interviewing somebody else at another um, convention with you guys so when she's like do you want to moderate this panel i was like oh my god i just can't wait for sci-fi horror fest so this would be such a great uh convention and just that's gonna be another fun panel to moderate my dad just reached out he's like are you gonna be moderating another panel because i want to hang out with you and the geek pod guys i'm like yeah just oh. come on have some fun so he specifically oh said he wanted to hang out with you he might Maybe have that would yeah. make sense exactly him and you have some stuff in common and corbs you know what i want to know what this is what i want to know because i don't even know if i'm going to make it here so you can figure out if you can craft this double check that i'm right but if i remember correctly he was he was in the original dawn of the dead the one with the mall and if i remember correctly him and the girl um managed to escape at the end if i'm not mistaken i'm really curious if there were any any fights or studio interference or whatever at that time period about a black man escaping with the white girl at the end of the movie. Mm. Now you laugh, but I no. really wonder if, if there was some shit there because the first two movies both had black leads. And I know things, it's not like it was 1922 or something, but there was still, there still is a lot of racism. And even back then, I mean, I believe that was the sixties. Uh, uh, I, I wonder, or say, no, maybe it was the seventies. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just wonder if there was any kind of pushback on that. Hmm. No, that's, that's a good, good question, question for sure. Um, so like, yeah, he was in the original 1978. Uh, but yeah, like, no, it was be uh, something very interesting to look up, but, but no. definitely double check if I'm right about, cause I'm pretty sure they both survived at the end. 
I'll probably watch some more of his movies as the time gets closer. But like I said, I know, know him as Roger Rockmore and Keenan Kel, but he's so well established, this guy, though. It's going to be such a fun convention. And um, those are the three things that really got me geek because um, I'm just so excited about all three. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got there, Corbs? I only got one thing, so uh, I mean that's yeah, I mean, how it's supposed to go. I mean, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I mean, we haven't been together in in years, so. <laughs> um, uh, for me, it's just uh, graduation. Not graduation, I guess, is end of school year. Um, because my son will be a junior. After nice. he's actually, I take it back. He's a junior. <clears throat> Excuse me. As of Wednesday, so because I know we, you don't post this until Friday, so as, on Wednesday was his last official test as a tenth grader. So, but he'll be uh, he'll be a junior, which means that is one more step to him graduating in two years. So, which mm-hmm. I'm not looking forward to. So, no, but I mean, I, I guess I am. I guess I really am looking forward to him graduating. But I mean, that's. That's my child leaving or going off to college, which we haven't really. Or he could just work at a convenience store and live with you. You just got to groom him for that. No. It can be, like, it can be just like clerks. <laughs> no. No, no, no. He's going, he's going to go somewhere. I don't know where. So, but I mean, I mean, we haven't really discussed it yet. So we've discussed some about, you know, looking at schools and whatnot. So. That'll be yeah. <laughs> that'll be coming up soon. Um, so, uh, and if you hear the cough every once in a while, it's just that post-COVID shit. Mm-hmm. Always which the good stuff. On, which always go, which goes on for fucking weeks. So that's it. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Well, for me, it's that the summer of punk is here. Um, he he redebuted. Yeah, saw that this past uh, Saturday night on an AEW Collision, and word has it that he he may be making an appearance on AEW Dynamite. Won't know until I get to watch it the replay. Um, I'm not watching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm excited to have him back. Wore the shirt tonight for that reason. Um, and um. We'll probably talk about it later in the sports segment, right, Hugh? But uh, Collision, I, I was pretty impressed with Collision, and apparently so were a, a bunch of other people. So that's right. that's what it was for me. So let's uh, let's keep it moving right on. Is anybody playing any video games this week, or in the last three weeks, six mm-hmm. months? Anybody? Few years. years. <laughs> okay, then I guess it's my segment. Um, now, three, four weeks ago, I had a bunch of other stuff to talk about that was kind of related to this. But let me let me give you the quick rundown. So, I discovered playing around on my phone that I like playing pinball, which I always took for granted and thought it was stupid and whatever. But I was playing a game on my phone, and I, I, then I, I remembered that there was a pinball game on the uh, the, the MetaQuest 2, the virtual reality headset. So I download Pinball FX um, on there, 
and I start playing it in virtual reality. And I got to tell you guys, at some point we get together, I'm going to bring my quest along because holy shit, that is the best virtual reality experience I have ever had. I mean, just seeing the depth of the table and everything, it was it was amazing. Plus, they can do stuff there that you can't do in real life. Like on the Jaws table, when you lose your ball, the fucking Great White comes up and grabs a hold of the side of the machine and, and shakes it because you're in an environment. Um, but that led me down a path. Mind you, this is this is like a four-week journey. Paul knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> um, where I became obsessed with pinball and let's just hope this works. I mean, how do I just shut off my background? Why can't yeah, I just shut it off? Thing. That's stupid. There you go. There you go. I would like to introduce you guys to my pinball machine. <laughs> That's awesome. It is an at legend. You see the Geek Pod logo up there, I do. Paul? I, I know it's a little blurry. Um, it is an at legends pinball machine is a video pinball machine comes loaded with um, some classic tables and from at legends you can buy some of their stuff which are mostly recreations or updated versions of existing tables but I took it a step further and I went and bought a computer which sits below there which is now running um, pinball fx3 I also have pin regular uh, the the newer version of it which has all the licensed Star Wars tables and let me just click on this oh it's queued up on the moon Knight table it, nice. it has custom back glasses the dot matrix all of that shit I had to arrange and set up I had to find the cover art for the tables I had to move the DMD off the main table onto the back screen but every single one of these, you know, changes. I mean, I know you can't really see it. No, we'll have to take your word for whatever it is. is but on there. it is yeah. freaking amazing. Uh, it is so close to the real thing. I mean, a, yeah, it's still a, a video game. But once you start playing, you get lost. And the fact that it's video leads to a lot of cool shit. Like right before the show, I was playing the Deadpool table, which is one of my favorites so far. And you know, you've got the play field and you're on a pinball table, like the, the corners, they usually have writing and stuff. It's not part of the field. Well, you've got Deadpool walking back and forth down there. And there's a, there's a, actually a pinball table of this set up. At one point, he'll walk over to it. He's like, who puts a pinball table in a pinball table? And, <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, I'm learning how pinball tells a story, which I, I didn't think was possible. But in, in the Deadpool one, once you activate, you meet certain requirements, you get to choose issues one through five, and then you have to play through the story of those. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and all of them are like that. And, and like uh, the, the Star Wars Rogue One is another one I really like because you you hit these bumpers enough times, part of the play field drops out, and then um, enemies show up on screen, and you have to hit them with your ball, and they're moving around and stuff. I mean, just think, it's a video game, so they can do all the shit that pinball creators thought, oh, this would be cool. They can make that happen. So this is my new favorite toy. Um, I, I will tell you... If you want to go down this, uh, I mean, Jack, this might be good for you because you've got your whole basement and you kind of want to set it up. Um, it, it's not cheap. There are some things I wish I had known ahead of time, which I where I could have saved a little bit of money here and there. Uh, but overall, I'm very, very happy with the setup. Um, it's a little finicky sometimes getting the back glass to switch or, or basically the sound to switch. But I mean, mm -hmm. I had to take the back off that thing. I had to install a new circuit board a new circuit board. I had to reroute all of the um, the video and sound connections and everything in the back of that so that it would accept 
input from not only the table itself with its preloaded stuff, but also out of the second port and the video card and the computer to, to pump the back glass up there. So it's, it's, I, I also have replaced the buttons, um, the, the flipper buttons with some professional You said ones. you wanted a better spring ones, right? Uh, yeah. Well, what it is, people basically said, Hey, this table's awesome, but the first thing you need to do is replace the, the, the flipper buttons. And they were right. It made a, a world of difference. Um, the only thing that, that really, it makes me sad is that my plunger doesn't work. It did work. I got this. I put it together. I played one game, one game, three balls. Mm-hmm. Avery comes home, says, what's that? That's cool. Can I play? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. She immediately runs up, grabs the plunger and goes, what's this? Plunger no longer works. Yeah. And I, I couldn't impress on her. I mean, this was not cheap, and you just walked in the room and broke it right. the day I bought it. Now, luckily, um, all of the games, because all the, these these games were originally made for, like, Xbox and stuff, you can assign, because I had to assign all the buttons and stuff, too, for the computer ones. You can assign a plunger button. Uh, it's just kind of difficult to do skill shots because you can't, you don't have that range. You just press the button and it fires. But whatever. I, I may fix it. I've gotten inside it. I just can't get into the box that houses the plunger because... The screws are really small, and I have a screwdriver that'll do it, but the back of the box is under the lip of the uh, the screen, mm-hmm. and so I have to go in at ever slightly an angle, and I can't catch the uh, the head of the screw at that angle, so I don't know what I'm going to do, but I may fix that anyway, eventually. Okay. Which means you're definitely going to at some point, because that's going to just wear on you. Uh, actually, no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually... I didn't even think about it because, you know, hitting the button is, is intuitive. And I'll tell you when I, the first time I, the the three times I got to pull that thing and it worked, my thought was this is going to break because, because it, it, it slams back in like a real pinball plunger. And on something that is hardware, those parts are going to last for 20 years. But I, I know on the other side of that is a fucking circuit board or something. And it's not going to put up with that kind of abuse. Yeah, that's long. true too. Gotcha. Wow. Well, that's all exciting, and I'm glad to see it all play out. Because we yeah. uh, we sat and had quite a discussion about that at Intergalacticon. We so, did. And yeah. I'll tell you, it's nice. I get up every morning, and before work, I play a game of pinball. Just to get my brain going. Because, you know, you got to think quick. Uh, mm-hmm. If I get stressed out, like Avery's starting to drive me nuts, instead of saying, you know, come here, you little twat, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no, I don't say that. Um, I just come in the back and play a game of pinball and calm down. Perfect. It's my therapy. There you go. Honey, come to bed. No, I'm playing pinball. Get off. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Like Nobody else? Record next Wednesday. He was like, no, still playing pinball. Actually, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to do it because I made myself a tasty sandwich, but I was considering when Corb starts the sports section, turning off my background, getting up, Go turning play around pinball. and playing a game of pool or, or pinball while you're doing that. But I'm like, you know what? I could do that. I can't tell them I'm going to do it. And it might actually come off as super disrespectful, even though I was going for a joke. But <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep this thing moving. I'm assuming nobody else has had time to play. It's The weather's way too nice out there right now. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, then I think uh, since Kev's not here, it's a good time to throw it to break. Then we'll come back in with the news. Stick with us, guys. Look. 
looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. Center in Vernon, New York. Event hours Friday 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. Saturday 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. Heroes and Villains After Party for VIP ticket holders Friday night from 9.30 until 12.30 a.m. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a two-day genre event with the greatest collection of vendors, celebrities, and unique attractions in upstate New York. Get your tickets today at www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue, 9 New York. We're open every Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Come on down and join us. See you then. <laughs> Now, before you ask your IT professional buddies for help finding a computer and they suggest a $1,000 rig only to find out you only need a $300 setup, Here's the news. Their advice is clearly sponsored by Newegg. First up, whose documents are they anyway? Former president and current Tribble head model Donald Trump was indicted and arraigned on 37 felony counts in court last week, including 31 violations of the Espionage Act. Now, I love you all, and I don't want you to have to wade through this bullshit, so I'm going to make this easy for you. This is the entire story in a nutshell. Give us our stuff back. No. Give us our stuff back. No. Please give us our stuff back or we will search your house and take it and charge you in court. I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. After being charged in court, wow, I'm the victim. This is weaponized justice, two tiers of justice. It's politically motivated. I need no donations to stay out of jail. Yeah, uh, this is where we are now. More like weaponized stupidity. He's right about one thing, though. There are two tiers of justice, one for the innocent and one for the guilty. And here's the thing, whether you believe any of his whining or not, one thing is painfully true. If he had just given back the documents when they asked, none of this would have happened. They say, what about Biden's document or Hillary's or Clinton's sock drawer? Well, when asked, 
they gave the shit back. It's kind of like if you let a friend borrow a movie, let's say, oh, over the off the top of my head, 2012's Alex Garland Powerhouse Dread, and you both kind of forget you loaned it out. Some time goes by and you ask for it back. The correct response is verbatim, oh shit, my bad, here you go. Now, if you ask for a year and a half and have to get the cops involved, it becomes a different story. But don't let a little thing like reality get in the way of your political opinions. I'm happy up here in the Northeast where my daughter won't have to carry a rape baby and I don't have to walk around the swinging corpses of hanged minorities from light poles. Oh, and only eating the good parts of the animals. Y'all can keep frying up the shit shoots for a snack all you want. I'm good. Next up, anyone for some non-man on non-man action? Johns Hopkins University has come under fire for the way they updated their online glossary for dealing with sex and gender. To include non-binary individuals who might still identify as lesbians, the term has been updated to define a lesbian as a non-man attracted to a non-man. What seems off to everyone is the definition of gay men was not updated in a similar way and does not reference the term non-woman, which, you know, if you're going to be fair... This has led many to accuse them of erasing women, which has become a huge point of contention across multiple controversies, including language and women's sports. Embattled author J.J. Rowling even posted non-man, formerly known as woman, as being definable only by reference to the male, an absence, a vacuum where there's no man-ness. You might have to actually see that in print to get it, but it was it was it was quite interesting. Without wading too far into the controversial elements, I do believe we were taught in school to define something by what it is, not what it isn't. I understand this might be tricky as we adjust to a world where non-binary non-binary exists. I'm adjusting to saying the word apparently. But this feels like a rushed attempt to score points. With all of those smart people at Johns Hopkins University, you couldn't take the time to come up with a definition that didn't piss on about half the world's population. I mean, I'm a fucking jackass writing a joke news segment, and here's my thought about it for four seconds definition. Lesbian, a person who, regardless of gender identity, possesses the natural or acquired sex characteristics of a female and is only attracted to other similarly sexed individuals. See, that wasn't so hard. Maybe not perfect, but 200% less insulting and condescending. I think. Maybe. I want my honorary degree now, and I'm free for the 2024 commencement speeches. <laughs> Future us is going to be really fucking confused about this period in time, guys. And finally, lost in reaction. Malaysia has asked for Interpol's help in finding a comedian who made a joke about the lost Malaysia Airlines flight MH370. Last, uh, two weeks ago, I'm sorry, Jocelyn Chia posted a video of her stand-up routine where a joke about the Malaysian airplanes not flying elicited groans from the audience, to which she responded, some jokes just don't land. Ooh. Uh, come the fuck on. I mean, bad taste, maybe. That's objective. But asking for international help to help find a comedian who said something that hurt your feelings... Grow up, or, or better yet, keep track of your airplanes, and this wouldn't be a problem. Can you imagine the trouble GeekPod would be in if this sets a precedent? How many times have we lost our Chinese audience? I'd be sentenced to Every harvesting week. rice grains one at a time for the rest of my life, which, while grueling, might be a more entertaining Wednesday night than this. <laughs> and that's the news, kids. Now remember, according to Hulk Hogan, if you bag groceries for a living, you can now be a successful professional wrestler. You even get to keep all your teeth as if you live above the Mason-Dixon line. I just want one of you indie hopefuls to jump on his comment and start asking your opponents if they want paper or plastic with this ass whooping. Paul? In other news, 270,000 trees are cut down each day for toilet paper. Back to you, Corbs. <laughs> Thank you.
Uh, well, I mean, three weeks, whatever. Three weeks, three weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. Year and a half. Year and a half. That's exactly what I said. Um, we can talk about sports buzz. I mean, NBA playoffs, Nuggets won the championship. Who cares? Nuggets care, I guess. There's um, a team called Nuggets? That's never did. Yeah, the Denver Nuggets, yeah. It's kind so, of humbling so, when Joe so, something to do with like mining or some shit like that. Gold. Ah, okay. It was humbling though when Joe when they asked him though, he's like, I just want to go home. That was pretty cool. That was humbling. Yeah, he did. Uh, he's hands down the best player in the league, I think, right now. But I, I don't. I didn't watch a single minute of the basketball playoffs. I don't think I watched. I think I watched maybe five minutes of the hockey playoffs. I know the the Las Vegas Golden Knights won their first cup this year against the Florida Panthers. Will be. Uh, what else? Baseball, I mean, baseball is baseball. White Sox sucks. White Sox suck. Pirates are doing pretty good still, which is nice. This one of my teams is doing well. Red Sox, Paul, how are they doing? Exactly. See, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Nobody gives a shit anymore. <laughs> uh, golf, I mean, I watched, I've been watching golf. Uh, I watched the U.S. Open, which was last weekend, which was nice. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm all choked up. <laughs> um, Ricky Fowler, who's uh, the golfer that I really like, led Thursday. He's had a record on Thursday for the lowest uh, round in U.S. Open history, a 62. And then somebody right behind him tied him. So there's two guys shot 62 on Thursday. Uh, he led Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then on Sunday, he shot five over to finish fifth, tied for fifth. So but it was nice to see him in the lead. Uh, the guy who won it, Wyndham Clark, I think that was his name. Um, big story. I mean, it was a it was a story. I don't want to say big story. I mean, he got his first win last month on the you know, PGA. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I mean, they made a they made it a, a deal about you know his mother passing away when he was in college and all that stuff, and that's the reason why he plays golf now, type of thing. So I guess there's some. Hard strings pulled there. I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. But whatever. Um, but it was nice to see. I mean, I, I watched. The last thing she said to me was she was cold and needed a new jacket. <laughs> he, didn't win the, he didn't win the Masters, so he didn't get her jacket yet. Yeah, that was the Masters. <laughs> so but he's Close. he was not wrong though. Um, so, but it was nice. I, I mean, I, to watch to see Ricky in the lead. It was nice to see him up there again contending for a major championship. Uh, I mean, he's, uh, I've read a couple articles about him uh, when he was at his lowest in the, on the tour. Um, he was still the same guy, still very likable. Everybody liked him. Fans liked him. Uh, he finished ties tied for fifth or, or whatever. Um, the next day there was an article about it that even though he finished tied for fifth, I mean, uh, he held his daughter at the press conference and talked to the press and all that stuff. And, you know, kind of everybody kind of the first three days when he was in the, the tent doing his press conference, a whole bunch of reporters there. He came in the last day and like nobody was there. And he's like, oh, well, let's see. Where'd everybody go? <laughs> type of thing. So, but then when he got done doing his interview, he went out and signed autographs for every kid that was out there waiting. 
and he literally signed every single piece of um, paraphernalia that they wanted signed. And he made sure that everyone who stayed got an autograph that they wanted from him. So he, that's the, and that's just the way the guy, they, the, the person he is. I mean, he just does that no matter what. So it's nice to see guys like that. Nice to see that there are still human beings out there that are like that. Um, a lot of these guys will sign for a few minutes and walk away and stuff like that. But he literally said, you know, I, I'm here. I could do this for a living. So if you're here looking for my autograph, I'm going to give you my autograph. And I'm going to stay until everybody's satisfied. So. Yeah, and maybe the biggest stroke of luck for him is he didn't end up dismembered in a suitcase. Mm-hmm. Eight heads enough. We we have to talk. We're not talking about that. You're talking about golf. The biggest news in the golf world ever. Missed that one. The PGA Tour merging oh, yeah. with Live Golf. Oh yeah. Uh, after all of the hand yeah, after, after and all everything. Uh, yeah, after everything that was said, everything that was said between the two factions, the two leagues, to, and it was like out of the blue that they 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 joined together to form their um whatever their partnership is going to be called. Now the attorney general is looking into it. Um, so yeah, you're right, Hugh. For after all the <laughs> all the shit that was said back and forth between. The tours, the players on both tours. Um, At the end of the day, the PGA was like, you know what? We really don't care about Jamal Khashoggi either. And boom, there you go. I just, I, I can't believe the level of hypocrisy Yeah. Uh, here. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. Um, I think it was kind of the thing where I think the Saudis come up and said to them, well, we'll, we'll support your tournament and the money that you guys pay out. Just let the guys back in. They're going to make these guys jump through hoops, but we've with the guys I golf with talked about it. I mean, these guys that jumped to the live tour that got paid, they don't got to give that money back. They get to keep that money. So if they went, if they jump for a hundred million dollars, they get to keep that hundred million. The guys that didn't jump, they don't get anything. They're going to get there. I think they said they're going to get something, but nothing like they were supposed to. Supposed to have gotten, but the, the whole thing was, like a backroom deal that even the players didn't know about until it happened until it broke on, on news, the players, the PGA players had no idea what was going on. But if you talk to, I mean, I was, you know, they talked to the guys at the U S open in the tournament before that, 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 when it became official and all that stuff. And they're like, well, you know, they're, I think they were kind of like, well, if this is what it's going to be like, this is what it's going to be like. Nobody said anything bad. Even the guys like Justin Thomas and uh, Rory McIlroy and Phil Mickelson on the Live Tour, um, who were the three biggest components in the whole thing, they kind of all were like, oh, yeah, well, it's going to be good for everybody. You just spent the last year bad-mouthing everybody, and now it's it's okay. So Hugh's not wrong. It's just it doesn't – I'd know. like to think that the Saudi investment fund – actually is separate from you know blood money and all that stuff and they really just want to bring entertainment to their country because just because there's some awful people in charge that's why i defend the wwe going there it's not about the wwe making money it's about all those people in the crowd that are just crazy that that once or twice a year that they go there it's the biggest night of their year and i mean nothing's perfect in this world i'd like to think that it's altruistic um, but at the same time, my, I think my big problem here is the PGA didn't need to do this. 
Those people yeah. in Saudi Arabia, they have to buy the WWE tickets when they can. That, that's the entertainment that they get. This didn't have to happen. This this was all about money and deciding, well, you know what? We don't care. Our we want our cut. Yeah, amazing. Exactly. Cut. I think that's exactly what it was. I think it was. The PGA was just like, you know what? We want our money now, too. You've given it away, so now give it to us. I think that's exactly what's, what they're doing. I think that's why the Attorney General is looking into it. I don't foresee anything coming from it. I think this is going to end up being a merger that's going to happen. It's not going to be disallowed or whatever. So, but that's all I got. All right. Wrestling. Wrestling. Yes! Wrestling. Go ahead. Okay. okay. <laughs> go ahead. No one's going to talk. Um, I mean, CM Punk coming back, interesting. Um, Collision, it was different than Dynamite. And I don't want to seem like I thought it sucked because I didn't, but I just find myself skipping through most AEW programming these days anyway, because most Ooh. of it is just not interesting. I try to catch the acclaims entrance because that's always good. Um, but, I, you know, most of the time it's, it's, I don't want to even say it's pretty. I just don't care about anybody. I don't care about any of the characters. Now, I will say I loved the finish uh, to the MJF match, MJF and Madam, uh, Adam Cole match this past week on Dynamite. Even though a that lot was of awesome, yeah. it, I thought it was fucking perfect because nobody's done um, a time limit draw in so long. We all fucking forgot it existed. Yes, and that's when you're supposed to pull that out. I know the internet's like saying that was stupid. That's like WWE writing, but I thought it was great. Punk, I, think it, I, don't, I, I think that that's that's great. I think that pushes their that feud even a little bit farther. You'll see. I think yeah, you see some type and, of Iron Man match or some shit like that. Or and and this is tricky because them throwing Adam Cole at him. I really thought it'd be Darby Allen or somebody else, somebody they could throw throw at him for a few months cycle. He beats at a pay per view. Adam Cole's big shit there, and MJF has to hold on to this title for quite a while. To to and he has pull now. He has, yeah. you know, clearly, we know he has pull. I don't want to say he's going to pull a Roman Reigns, but he wants to hold that title until, you know, the bidding war can start, even if that's not a real thing. It's not in AEW's best interest or his in his best interest to lose the title. I also don't think it's in Adam Cole's best interest to, interest to not win it. So I just, I, I don't know, man. I don't think it was the right, it was the right pairing right now. Maybe down the road, maybe he takes it off him, but... Paul, thoughts? Uh, I don't know. Because the problem is now Punk's back in the picture. And how long are you going to have Punk in the company before he's getting a shot at that title too? Now, I think this may derail plans that were originally in place, and I agree with you. MJF needed to hold that title for a while. He needs to be that dominant heel that just pisses everybody off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it looks like they were even alluding to it already on the opening notes of Collision with him carrying the the title in the in the bag and obviously he can't bring him out of that bag for obvious reasons because it's not his title anymore but i mean that that's where they're alluding to it well if they're splitting brands there's no reason they can't have two belts yeah i I don't think they can support Uh, a second world title yet you really 
Dude, they have such a deep roster of people that only ever get to wrestle on the internet. They they have the people to pull off two completely separate ba- brands with no repeats on either show. They just won't. They'll continue pushing the handful of people that people know and maybe throw, you know, somebody in there you know, occasionally who, you know, is on the lower card. But they just they, they've never utilized all their talent very well. I agree. And I agree with that. But and I think that's the problem is I don't think Khan wants to push a larger group. He's he's comfortable with his top guys that he's got now. But the problem is that group of top guys, they've all interacted already. So now you have to start spreading out. So you have to give them other people to feud with. Yeah. So could they do it? Yes. Do we have to wait to make sure that collision is viable enough to continue having good ratings and do it? Because they, they could have been doing this all along for what, the last year or two when, when they had Rampage? But they didn't. The only title split we got was with the women's division. Yeah. So I digress. What about on the WWE side? Anything? Um, Is there any bigger news than the bloodline crumbling? Probably, probably not. Although, I mean, it's well, not like that. We, we didn't know that was going to happen. But how well was that done? It, it was. It, that it was, was phenomenal. Done. I actually fist pumped Friday night. When 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 they they dropped the whole thing and it was, and I mean and it helps that I'm watching it with Madison who is just completely enamored with it and believes all of it's real. So I, I live vicariously through her on it. And so w- when she's like so deep into it, I I get into it more. Um, but she she needs to know her limits too because now we're having trouble with her going to bed on time. Oh. So um, I, I, here's the thing, I think the bloodline story peaked a while back. I don't think that because here's the thing, you, you know what happens here? There's a, there's a very few options here. Um, Roman could bring in some other Annoy family uh, members and Bloodline 2.0, which is going to be the same old shit, except they'll be fighting with former Bloodline members, whatever. Yep. If he doesn't do that, do you think Roman's going to win clean for the till next WrestleMania? I, I, you no, know, he has to be surrounded by people. Um, I just I, I don't. I feel like what what they're going to do now is try to extend the story out because they're trying to get to WrestleMania, WrestleMania 40. That's really the goal. And I think it's going to dilute what they've already done. I mean, if they had, they didn't have to go here now. It wasn't necessary. There were other avenues for them to go. Solo has been, while utilized a lot in matches, has been really underutilized as, as, far, as far as how he could have added to the story. He's really just there to go beat up whoever Roman points at. Um, yeah. There could be a lot more depth there. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think it's too early if they want to make it to WrestleMania 40. Yeah, I mean, and what, that's hard. And like you said, they have there has to be something new to it. Because honestly, at Money in the Bank, we should be getting the conclusion of this storyline. Because you saw they've announced yeah, that tag match. Usos versus Solo but the, it's not going to be the conclusion of the story. I mean, come on. It should be. You know what I mean? And now they be, should let them be. move on and go back for the tag titles or whatever eventually. But it looks like we're getting pretty deadly taking a run at the titles. So, yeah, those guys. Um, very good in the ring. Um, easy to hate. Very, very. I'm hoping that's not who they are in real life because if it's not, they're brilliant. They they are absolutely brilliant because they've crafted incredible incre- characters that are very easy to hate. Yeah, 
Yeah. They they remind me of Shawn Michaels. In the heyday, yes. Yeah. Sexy boy era. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um I was never an NXT guy, so when they came on the scene, I didn't know much about them. And like you said, instantly they're just the douchebags and it's okay. Yeah, when so. when they got pulled in the draft. <laughs> when they got pulled in the draft, I'm like, holy shit, White Lions wrestling now? I mean, what's going on here? <laughs> that's great um any more wrestling news before we move on what about logan paul coming back oh. yeah hey you know it'll be a good match it will be a good match but that's Wait. i just don't who's like he him. wrestling now he's gonna oh, he's be in, in the, the money in the bank men's what match. are the chances he wins it hope oh, god i don't know because it's just there's so many lackluster guys in that match in my opinion that I I barely care about it. Like I I don't look at that and I don't see main eventers yeah. for the most part. Yeah, I don't. I think I think what Nakamura is going to win that, and I think I think he's going to get the, he's going to get the push. I don't see Ricochet. I don't see Ricochet being the, the guy. I don't see Logan Paul being the guy. La Knight maybe. I first time first time I ever even saw La Knight to be honest with you. Yeah, you you should go look at some YouTube videos, at least of his just his recent stuff on on WWE programming. I am totally behind that guy. He yeah, he reminds me of Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> so much. Dude, I dude, see, when, he, when he talks, I see a, a merger of Stone Cold and The Rock. Is like that. That's okay. what I see. It's with like him. Stone Cold, but with a better vocabulary. <laughs> right. <laughs> interesting <laughs> but man the, the guy is gold on the mic and I, I have not seen any flaws in the ring um i mean i know he has a shorter shelf life because he's older but fucking push him use him right um but that's that's really all i got for this i think it uh it brings us right back around to our boy jack and his trivia right. time <laughs> So let's go with you, Hugh. Pick a number between one and four. Two. Around the house. When I sit around the house, I sit around the house. (laughs) On average, what thing do Americans open 22 times a day? The refrigerator. Easy. Very good. (laughs) Corbs. One, three, or four? Three. Here's looking at you, kid. What famous celebrity lost a lookalike contest? What famous lost a lookalike contest? What famous celebrity? I'll give you a hint. What famous singing celebrity lost a lookalike contest? I know Was this one. A lookalike for themselves? Yep. Jesus. Not nope. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get. I get... When I wear my What's... sandals, people call me Jesus, so I don't get it, but that's besides the point. I'll go like uh, Peter, but you can go Jesus. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll, go, uh, I'll go Frank. Frank who? Sinatra. No. I want to say, this isn't really a guess, but I just want to say it was Kid Rock because Hardy happened to walk through the room. <laughs> no, it's not Kid that's Rock. Funny. But um, I, I, I think you do know. Um, I I do know. I do. I know you know. Paul. know. One more guess. One more guess, though, Corbs. Who me? 
Yes, you. You are Corbs. <laughs> okay, I'll speak louder. Okay, do you want a hint? Sure. Country. Was that it for you, Paul? Oh, I I knew as soon as you started yeah. into this. I knew. I don't know why I know this, but I do. <laughs> is, it, is, is it Garth Brooks? Take it away, Paul. Dolly Parton. Yep. Again, I don't I know it. why I have the information <laughs> filed away, but I do. You should be looking at her boobs. Always. Yeah. Yes. One or four? Um, I'll go with one. The human body. Ah, shit. Which, <laughs> but Paul, you have one of those. Somewhat. <laughs> the which bone are babies born without? Oh, I know. The trombone. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. Um, the top of their skull. I know that. I don't know what that's called. Because that has to grow in together. This no. I know all the females are born without one specific bone. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus laughs> uh, you're like Wait, delaying that our trans audience. Way to go, Paul. <laughs> We're down to one now. Damn. Um, <laughs> take it away. Oh, well, actually, Corbs, if you know, if no one else wants to take a guess, have at it. Go ahead, Corbs. That's correct. Just one? So they only have one of them? One of them. All right, now Kev Always isn't here. Kev isn't here, so work together on this one and come up with one answer. Okay. The category is Johnny Depp, the famous actor. What is Johnny Depp famously afraid of? Come up with a guess together, and then give and then Corbs, you give me the answer. I'm not giving the answer. All three of you come up with it, then you just say the answer. Based on his mood, well. I'd say nightmares, but see, it can't be anything obvious or creepy because he's buddies with um Tim Burton, and like that's that whole guy's mo. I wouldn't think it would be afraid of sailing or the water because you know pirates, and he's got his own island. Who's certainly not afraid of drugs? That's very of, true. Not afraid of wine or, or money. Wine or, or his dog or young women. <laughs> oh well these days amber heard <laughs> I, it's funny you say that because i gave this to my colleague the other day he's like amber heard i'm like no <laughs> it's not that um i'm gonna say flying corbs you gotta give the final answer but i don't think it's flying it's something weird like is it a weird like, fear or is it like something that should be like it's an understandable like, oh okay that's a thing Understandable. Clowns. Colorectal exams. We're all afraid of those. All right. Corbs, what are you going to go with the group? Let's see, afraid of. I want to be. Like, I want to say like spiders or some shit like that, but it does. It seems like that's just like too obvious. Snakes. Why is it always got to be snakes? Oh, wrong guy. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong. Yeah, that 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 guy comes out in a movie in a couple weeks. Yes, that's when we'll be filming next, the Christmas episode. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> it's about six months from now. Uh, so, uh, oh, fuck, just I, say something. All right. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's spider. Spider seems too obvious. I'm going to go with something uh, <coughs> arf related. Uh, I'm going to go with something like, uh, what do you think, clowns? Let's go with it. Yep. Okay. Clowns. Very good. Really? <laughs> really? Go. Really. Yes. Hugh, I, was, I was like, Hugh, I was like, okay, go with Hugh's guess. I'm like, you know it. <laughs> well, you said it like you're like, maybe it's not common. I'm like, it's very common. So is, that, that is a common fear. I, I, so it is. All right. So, um, little history. You know now. what should be what, a common fear? Priests. Why is that not a common fear? Clowns are a common fear, but priests aren't. Priests. Right. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Um, let's wrap this up. But in 1919, the 19th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution was passed where women got the right to vote. 1945, Japanese forces de- defeated uh, Jap- Japan in World War II. So war or in Japan ended, ended. And in 1997, the WNBA premiered where the, what was it? The New York Liberty defeated Los Angeles Sparks. But let's add this little fun little tidbit to this segment as well. Famous birthdays. Chris Pratt turns 44 today. Prince Prince William of Wales turns 41. But the only one I care about this group, our good friend David Morrissey, a.k.a. the governor from The Walking Dead, turned 59. You forgot that this day in 2023, Marjorie Taylor Greene called Lowen Bobart a little bitch on the House floor. Come on. That's what. No, nope, that that's is the most historical segment, though. That'd, that'd like be that. for next year. Right. <laughs> All right, I'm done now. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess it's time for our weekly topic before we throw it to break. Uh, guys, I want to know, and I really wish Kev was here for this one too. Which celebrity would you want to be stuck on an elevator with? Oh, stuck in an elevator. How long is it? Like stuck for a few minutes or stuck for hours? Uh, that's up to you, I guess. Do they have to be alive or open dead? Empty. Are they alive or dead? That's also up to you, apparently, you creepy fuck. But <laughs> the, guys, I, the guys will answer that when we come back. I'm bringing a this. corpse. August 25th and 26th at the Vernon Downs Convention Center in Vernon, New York. Event hours Friday 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. Saturday 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. Heroes and Villains After Party for VIP ticket holders Friday night from 9.30 until 12.30 a.m. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a two-day genre event with the greatest collection of vendors, celebrities, and unique attractions in upstate New York. Get your tickets today at www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? 
How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. time for the weekly topic let me reiterate guys which celebrity would you want to be stuck in an elevator with hit it into celebrity sure in some cases probably <laughs> can't get you famous nowadays especially if they're a concert who's going first all right i listen i struggled with this because I mean, it could be anyone that I would want to meet. I mean, it's there is no celebrity that I want to specifically be stuck in an elevator with. I mean, I have celebrities I don't want to be stuck in an elevator with. <laughs> you know, I've recently spent some time with one of those. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't think of anyone that I specifically would want to spend time in an elevator with. So, uh, y you know. Paul, you're kind of a celebrity, right? Uh, if you say Small, so. Small, local. Sure. Okay. I'd hang out with you in an elevator. Give us time to catch up. Okay. Is that kind of like being in a car for an hour and a half? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Mm. Like uh, Hugh said, it's pretty, like, you don't want to be stuck in an elevator. Nobody wants to be stuck in an elevator. But um, I was like, okay. Don't make assumptions, one. Jack. No, I was like, I have one, and then I was like, no, that's a better one. No, that's not a better one. All right, just going off the top of my head, let's get stuck in an elevator with Michael Keaton <laughs> because uh, I don't know, like he just. But he's in the bat suit. But yeah, he's in the new Flash movie, which I haven't seen yet. Looks good, but let's just because, like you said, you're stuck in an elevator. Um, I just thought of the scene from Batman, the first one, 1989. He's like, let's get nuts. <laughs> so um, you're just you stuck know. in a fucking elevator. Um, I think that would um, be interesting because Michael Keaton is a, a good actor, very versatile. Like, and he'll be, let's get nuts, and then you're slowly getting into the corner. Slowly, you're like, okay, I'm just gonna get when we're out of this elevator. I'm just gonna be like in a ball the whole time because it's creepy as fuck. But 
you get to hear some cool stories, but hopefully you're not in the elevator very long, but we'll be stuck in an elevator with Michael Keaton, but go. I got it. Stuck in an elevator with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. You would come out a changed man. It would be better than taking acid and going on a vision quest. (laughs) Nothing would look the same again. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And not for the same reasons that our female listeners might want to be stuck in an elevator with them. I just, those two, and oh my God, that'd be just like, your entire worldview would be tipped on its side and you'd come out half crazy. Especially if McConaughey has his bongos. Yeah. <laughs> or beats on his chest. Right. <laughs> Corbs. All right. Well, I got, unlike my two predecessors here, I actually do have answers to this. <laughs> and, <coughs> excuse me. And they're not wrong. There's, you, there's a, you can have a list of people that you want to be stuck in an elevator with. You can be stuck. You can have less of people you don't want to be stuck in an elevator with. But if I got to be stuck in an elevator with one one living person, I'm going Bert Kirshner. Okay. Because I think you would get a free comedy show <laughs> of his shirt. Of his shirt? What? Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> so he was trying to hold that one I back. Just think, I just, I just. I just think it would be a funny. I just think it would be a funny time. You would really, would really wouldn't mind being stuck there because I think he would be cracking jokes the whole time. So, and then for me, for me personally, if I had to be stuck in a living or dead, it's going to be Joe Jackson for obvious reasons. Yeah, or man. Hopefully, Williams. he doesn't have stinky feet, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or. <laughs> Like I said, Ted Williams just to just to talk baseball with that man would be Ted Williams, and even Joe Jackson. But Ted Williams to talk baseball with Ted Williams, I've done it before, but to actually have like <laughs> your own personal time to talk with him about stuff like that, I like think that Ted would Williams be. is that the Unabomber or Marcy's first husband on Married with Children? No, neither <laughs> one. Okay, okay. So that's that's it for me. All right. So those are all good answers, but you're missing the obvious answer. And I'm gonna give it to you. Yes. Celebrity survivalist oh. Bear Grylls, because he's gonna get me out that fucking elevator. Oh, he's a faker. He's a yeah, they set no. all that stuff up for him. <laughs> well, of course. But still, that's my answer. Even though originally it was gonna be Kevin Smith. That's why I figured you're going, <laughs> which yeah. is why I had to come up with something different. <laughs> All uh, right, and th- stick to this normal. Jesus, why change shit up? Because it's fun for me. I thought of that while I was upstairs taking the poops. So, I thought you were thinking about bad grills while you were pooping. I did. He's gonna get him out of that bathroom. You. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get that poop out of him one way or another. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go that route, why, why not? Why not Bob Vila? I don't need him to build me a fucking house. I just want to get out of the elevator. I'll be what? knocking on the door and be like, hey, how you doing in there? <laughs> what about Tim Allen? You can break that shit and you'd fall. It's an actor. Okay. So I'm, 
<laughs> move, move this right along to the midstream report, guys. Wait a minute, I got a question. I got a question, got a got a question, question. for you. You got a question. I got to ask more. It's more of a statement. So why doesn't Aldi's have their own brand of nuts? Call because then they have these to... nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Great. Oh my he God. gave me COVID now. Good. Now. <laughs> COVID through the through the computer. Through the Zoom. Computer virus. <laughs> All right. So what are we watching, guys? Um, I've had very little time to watch anything, but <laughs> I did get to watch before we started recording tonight Marvel's Secret Invasion episode one. Anyone else? You watched it? Not you? Bad. Yep. I did. In so. preparation for the show, assuming everyone will have watched it. Mm-hmm. It was just I didn't. Didn't. Yeah, just you too. Kevin never watched what you it. Said. But Secret Secret Invasion? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. You did? Today? Nice. Yeah, I came up today. Yes. I, I just watched it before the show. Um I don't too. think I, I don't think I have an opinion on it yet. I need uh we, we need more. Yeah. We we had the, the the big shocker at the end, but we need more. Yeah, I didn't like the ending. I didn't like that that she died. Me either. Yeah. Kind of pissed. I'm not gonna watch it anymore. Until next Wednesday. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch okay. it anymore tonight. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but that, so before that's... that last scene, you just planned on watching it over and over all night. <laughs> right. I did. Now he's like, eh, surprise is ruined. I'm not gonna watch it anymore. <laughs> I will say, you know what stuck out for me? I understand that this is Samuel L. Jackson, and you're going to have a little bit of swearing, even though it's a Marvel thing. But most of the time in the past, when he's sworn or they've alluded at him swearing, it was for comedic relief or something like that. They walk up on a chain door and he goes, shit. And I'm just like, yeah, that's how he would talk. But I mean, they probably have a specific number of swear words they can use across this entire series you know, n- number of times they can swear. And that just seemed like a wasted curse to me. Hmm. I didn't even notice uh, he said it, to be honest. Yeah, I, but I, It was just like, shit, I'll take care of that. He rips right. the chain off. And I'm just yeah. like, that wasn't even necessary. Yeah, I, I noticed he definitely started getting into some of the ghetto slang. Or the ur- urban speak is probably a better way of saying it now. Well, hook a brother up or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the character seemed a bit off, but I keep hearing that this is his best performance as Nick Fury yet. So I, I'm sure that he's supposed to be in a weird place coming back. I, yeah, I, I which guess they're I didn't, hammering that home. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't really realize, I guess, that he had been gone for so long. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, did we already know that? I mean, I knew he had kind of been gone, but well, I mean, all the way from, I mean, he had faked his own death in Winter Soldier, and then he got dusted. And then we really hadn't seen him again after that. They've they've alluded to him like once or twice in like a small like after credit scene or whatever, but that's about it. Yeah. Right. It really wasn't him, it was one of the scrolls or some shit like that. Was that in one of one of the things? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's in a post credit scene from something. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um when in the Spider Man movie. Yeah. Far from home. You're right. I forgot about that. All you're right. Welcome. Thanks. Uh, anybody else? What 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 do you got here? Did you watch Dead City? 
Yes. I I have not. I have not had yeah. a chance to watch that as on my to-do list. I'll do Hopefully it, this right. week. Yeah, really. I I you know, I like it. it. It feels different than fear. I mean, besides the fact that fear is just fucking stupid. Um if it, it, it felt more like regular Walking Dead, even though there's only like two recurring characters. Um, I mean, you can tell that different people are running the show, which, you know, is, yeah. you know, thank fucking God. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, so far, I'm, I'm really excited to see what, what happens next. I mean, it may or may not be a hit, but from what I've seen so far, uh, I think we have some backstory we need to learn about how these characters came to this point in the seven year time jump. Um, so there's oh, some things shit. We, we we don't necessarily understand why they might be acting the way they're acting, um, right. but it right, right, it, it felt yeah, like Walking Dead. There's some definitely, yeah. There's definitely. I mean, I, you, obviously, you're probably gonna figure out what happened to um, the two people closest to Negan. But something happened. Something happened there, right, Hugh? Well, we don't know what. We only know that they're not with him. That doesn't right, necessarily. I, I think you're gonna find out what eventually. Yeah. So, but yeah. <laughs> I I will say it's I don't. A good like, show. I enjoyed it. I I don't like the whole created fucking cowboy ranger motherfuckers from New what was it New Jerusalem New New, New, Babylon. New Babylon New Babylon. I'm just like this is a typical. Walking Dead, this season's bad guy made up bullshit. They already had a really compelling concept of saving Maggie's son from whoever that big bad is. I don't think we needed the other one. Um, The guy, the scene in the bar with the guy talking to all the people about the rules and stuff. And I'm just like, this is so heavy handed. And this, I mean, The Walking Dead is known for shoehorning unnecessary shit into good plots they've they've done it plenty of times in the past um, i'm a little worried about that because it doesn't really seem to be going anywhere entertaining but how did you feel I, about I, it yeah I, I i didn't agree with the, the whole thing i didn't really kind of understand why they were there and then they kill off a bunch of them yeah and i was I, like I'm like, okay, well, that they were they're there for one episode. What the fuck's that all about? Now that that one guy, I'm sure he he survived somehow. Oh, you're talking about the yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about the, there was the three of them, and the the one the one guy, obviously, I think he survived, but the other yeah. the other two, yeah, I was just like, okay, well, that's okay, so that was pointless to have these people around. Basically, you've got a big bad who has um, Maggie's son, and then you have these got these cops or cowboys, marshals who have been chasing Negan, and they chase him right into fucking Manhattan. I mean, really, if if you want the guy dead, because that's what they 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 want to punish him for crimes, he just went in Manhattan. Walk away. They'll take care of it. You don't need to fucking go in there. Right. (laughs) Right. Gotcha. Bad, now, I, I watched it, but I don't know if I caught it at all. Daryl said that there was going to be some previews for the Daryl spinoff. Did they have any I, previews? I've not seen that yet. Um, I believe that something, a teaser was released this week, which I haven't. Because okay. teasers lately, they make a big deal about it, and it's like the fucking title card. 
And so I, I've, I've stopped getting excited about teasers. Um, I'm looking forward to the first real trailer, though. Because uh, they showed something during this thing that said there was going to be a sneak preview. It's just him on a boat in the middle of the would be yeah. in the middle of the ocean. That was that was all that. <laughs> they, but they said special sneak peek. Yeah, that was probably that it. <laughs> That's right, because like he's going to Europe, right? France. Yeah, he's looking for. Yeah, he's supposed to go to France. Like Rick's brother or something like that, right? Yeah, I, I don't... it's supposed to be like Rick's. Yeah, I, which might be an ad. What's weird? That could be an adaptation of the Alien, which was a, a comic that uh, Kirkman wrote for Playboy, I believe. Um, and his brother didn't survive that, so I, I don't know. Hmm. Um, I watched um, Shiny Happy People this week. That was fucking creepy and depressing. <laughs> um, does that have anything to do with the REM song? No, it's about the uh, Duggar family. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The the whole dark side of that. Um, I'm not gonna get into details, but uh, I mean, it was entertaining, but I, I was just kind of like, oh, everybody sucks. Uh, Come on, asteroid. What did I name that asteroid? I named it. I remember naming it. <laughs> Laura, tell us next week. I thought you were saying she was the asteroid. I was like, dude, come <laughs> on. Wow. Oh, wow. No, I wouldn't go that far. Yes, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I probably would. Yes, I, yeah. I probably would. Um, uh, Superman and Lois has been fantastic, firing on all cylinders, even with uh, the bad news about their renewal with three quarters of the cast getting fired. But holy shit, are you are you even watching that, Paul? Nope. Oh, I don't know if we made it out of season one. Um, I'm pretty sure that I read somewhere that uh, some organization just gave Tyler Hoechlin an award for being the best Superman ever. And they might be right. Nice. He is so good. I, they they just dealt with... um. Basically, uh, breast cancer. Uh, Lois Lane had to have a double mastectomy. Oh Jesus! Yeah, you know, I mean that that's that's a legacy character. You don't usually do shit to legacy characters, but they dealt with it in such a real way. And having come from a family where you know my mother went through that, and I saw it with my ex-wife. You know, some of her family had to go through those things. I've seen that quite like three, four, five times in my life. Been close to somebody who's had to go through that. And man, did they deal with it in a way that might have helped those people? Definitely the whole, you know, her whole issue is, you know, who am I? Am I still a woman? Will I still feel like me? Will I still feel feminine? All while still doing the superhero shit. I mean, they've really got a great balance of family drama and superhero stuff that doesn't feel sappy or watered down. And it all feels very poignant. I mean, Imagine Smallville, even though I loved Smallville, imagine Smallville tackling a subject matter like that, and it wouldn't have had impact. This on this show, everything really has impact. You're nice. missing out by, yeah. by not watching. I'm pretty sure it's all still being DVR'd for like the past three seasons, but they're just sitting there along with everything else these days. So, All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Jack. Um, so I know I'm probably late to the game with this, but I finally got around to see the Top Gun Maverick movie. That was the one of the times the sequel beat the original. That was just phenomenal. Corbs, you've seen that, right? I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, just the way where, like, um, Val Kilmer's part, like, he's, like, texting Oof. to, like, Tom Cruise's part. Oh, my God, he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, this, like, he's texting Tom Cruise. He's, like, he's, like, we need to talk. And Tom Cruise is, like, not the time, not the time. He's, like, no, I'm not asking. You're coming to come talk to me. 
but um the yeah. way he's like texting everything to him and then just the way it, the, the body language just says it all and like the whole time you're watching this movie you're just on the edge of your seat it's just like the way like it's filmed it was just very well done um ed harris's part which is a little bit part which is really cool that was awesome um yep. another thing another thing i watched um it was okay i think it got too much buzz was the elvis presley movie uh with tom hanks as the colonel it was through the colonel's point of view yeah so um i don't know my parents loved it but i gotta say it was very interesting but i didn't really they care loved it because they lived it exactly I get, my, mom, well, I my get, mom loved it too yeah yeah no i and my parents told me that they're like it's from the colonel's point of view I, I get that i understand he was an asshole like elvis wanted to do other things he was actually supposed to be in the movie a star is born before chris christopherson but uh barbara Streisand didn't want to work with elvis presley elvis presley wanted to be a dramatic actor but whatever enough about that that was an okay movie um the last thing i watched i finally watched this past monday i highly recommend the fablemans um, it's the loose story on Steven Spielberg's life. Um, so it was actually really good. Um, Paul Dano and Heath Ledger's late girlfriend, Michelle Williams, play the boy's parents. Michelle Williams, by the way, is by far one of my favorite actresses of all time. She is great. Um, but um, it was really cool because at the end of the movie, um, it just shows um, the his name is Sammy Fableman, which is a.k.a. Steven Spielberg. He goes in and speaks to John Ford, a very accomplished director in Hollywood in the 20s and 30s. He, the, the scene is perfect. Like, I'll just say it. Like, he's like, okay, look at this painting. Look at this painting. And he's like, what's happening above the horizon? What's happened below the horizon? He's like, uh, uh, he's like, he's like, okay, this is what you got to know. Above the horizon is interesting. Below the horizon is interesting. Everything in between is fucking bullshit, kid. Bullshit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my office. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit. And like, the, he gets out. He's like, okay. He's like, oh. And then he just carries himself. And he's like, okay, I want to do this. So, but it was actually a very, very good movie. Two and a half hours, slow burn, but very, very, very well done. Like I said, Michelle Williams and Paul Dano, phenomenal actors right there. Um, like um, just watched those things this past week, which were really good. Did Spielberg right. make that movie? He did. Wrote and directed. Okay, because how fucked up would it be if someone else made the movie about his life while he's still alive and directing movies? <laughs> well, like, I always like the read "Did You Knows" and all that. And apparently, when his parents were alive, they're like, "Make a story about us. Make a story about us." And apparently, during the pandemic, he's like, "My parents are both dead. Fuck it, I'll finally do this movie about my parents and my life." But but imagine if he'd had like Robert Rodriguez directed or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's a movie you want to see. <clears throat> what about you, Paul? Like I said at the beginning, all, I, all I've gotten to watch is Secret Invasion and um, half of the Indiana Jones saga so far. Madison has discovered them, so we've watched Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom so far. So. Nice. Did you guys ever get around to see Guardians 3 yet? I saw it. Tifers. <laughs> Tifers. Tifers, yes. Okay. He doesn't get the reference. Oh, no, I, I get it now. Yes. Okay. Are you going to cry? Are you going to fucking cry? Yes. Shut up. I mean, I did in the theater. So, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got though. 
That sounds gotcha. like the end of the show. It does. Is it the end of the show? I mean, it's early. It is early, yes, which means yes, I can watch AW. It's the fucking end of the fucking show, Corbs. Corbs, let Hugo play pinball with his plunger. I'm not playing. I'm go to bed. That's kind of sounds kind of personal if he's going to play with a plunger. Broken plunger. Oh, really? Really? Is it personal? Would you play with, with a plunger? Because you know, I use a plunger to unplug the toilet, and that's not fun or sexy. I use to unplug it, unplug a toilet too. So I use a clothes. Oh. Oh, what? How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Nice <laughs> to see you. So glad we're back. So glad you know, that you don't want to attend. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we would we miss a week because you had a concert. Yep. And then, and then what else? There was another concert. A another dance concert. recital. Picture. Dance recital. That's what it was. Dance pictures. recital. And, yeah. And pictures. pictures is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Coming to and a Facebook in, near you. I'm sure they're already on Facebook. They're not yet. <laughs> well, not the official ones. Let's put it that way. Look, I don't care. I don't care how old you are. If a four-year-old hands you a phone, you answer. You answer it. that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can drop your nuggets now. All right. <clears throat> There's a time I cried because I had no shoes. Then I met a man who had no feet. So I asked him. Hey, brother, got any shoes you're not using? Good night, everybody, and make funny bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. <laughs>